Good evening. The Talmud Maseches Bracha Staflam and Beis and Mebeis notes that in general we need chizik tamid. That Jews need constant chizik, daily chizik in the main aspects of our avodas Hashem. For children and adults, on a good day, we need we thrive on consistency, structure, routine, and familiar, comfortable, safe places. So much of that is gone. Now, and we never know even what tomorrow brings. How much more so do we need daily chizik? So first of all, thank you very much to Mara Winehouse uh, for help bringing this program to the JDYTT family. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak some words tonight. I, I believe in the past couple of weeks there have been a few amazing um, chizik hotlines on Amuna, on not giving up, on Nisyanus, some practical ideas. I would like to have a different angle tonight, which also needs certainly chizik. In this coming week's Torah Sedra told us, Torah talks about Yitzchak Avinu, and it talks about the Be'eris, the wells, that Yitzchak is constantly stigging wells, which are stopped by the Plishtim. There is a remarkable Chavetz Chaim al HaTorah on this. Zak the Chavetz Chaim expounds the Chavetz Chaim, V'yachbru avde Yitzchak v'nachal, Inyan Habeirus, the this whole story of the wells, Asher Khifer Yitzhak, which Yitzhak Dog Milamenu comes to teach us the following thing. Shilo Oilam that forever Lo Yirapiha Adam is Yadav Milahamshik as a Asik Asher Hishil. That a person should not stop. If they have started on something in the Vaidas Hashem, don't stop. Al Yush. Don't give up, and don't weaken yourself. In Yitzhak Avinu, if Yitzhak Avinu dug and did not find water, he dug until he found a mine in a different well. And if they fought him, he went somewhere else and dug. That's how he went digging these wells. Until he went and dug and he found the Be'er where he found water and there was no fights and he called that Rechavos. Zak the Chavetz Chaim. It says the Chavetz Chaim. This is the same thing in all aspects of life, both in the material and in Ruchnius and spiritual. Hey, in the Nischar, whether it's in business, whether it's in Limad HaTorah, whether it's in learning Torah, Vimishu Eino Matzlich. And in the learning Torah and in Ravaitis Hashem, if you're not be- successful in the beginning, Al Yazavis Torah, your person has to be persistent and persevere. Kisayf Hakavalavo, because in the end, all this honor would, will come. Vimnichshal Tchila, if in the beginning you stumble, your, your person struggles. Avayamal Amitasavasov, in the end, you, a person will come to it, a person will get to it. Persistence, perseverance, that we learn. From Yitzhak, John D. Rockefeller, widely considered the wealthiest American of all time and the richest person in modern history, said, I do not think that there is any other quality so essential to success of any kind as the quality of perseverance. It overcomes everything, even nature. It's, there's actually an amazing Rav Shimon Schwab on Eiv. Pasek says in Eiv, Adam Omol Yulad. Then the, the very nature of man is to, to be amal, is to toil, is to struggle. Zacht Rev Schwab 
explains Rav Schwab that the difference, the greatest difference between uh, an Adam, between man and, beh- and behemoth, whether it's high or animals, or malachim or angels, is that Adam, the growth pattern of Adam, comes doch, comes through struggle. And the only, and Rav Schwab notes that the way a person's matzliach is if we're, we stick to the struggle. And Yitzchak models for us persistence, perseverance, and refusal to quit. Where did Yitzchak get this ability to persevere and to persist? So we know that the, 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 the Midah, the, the Svira of Yitzchak, is Gevura, is resilience, is inner strength. The great Rosh Hashiva of Torah Vadasar, of Palm Zatzal, he even notes that this idea of Gevura is given over to us, to all of Klal Yisrael, in our spiritual d- DNA, both from Avraham, who exhibited this first at Orkazdim with Nimrod, and later, of course, at the, at the apex, at the, the highest Madriga, at the Akeda, where he did not blink with, with the Gevura to offer his own son. And Yitzchak, with the Pachad Yitzchak, that they, literally his Gevura was so great that it, 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 there was no questioning of it. That midah of Guru, that resilience allowed and allowed uh, Yitzhak to persevere and to persist and allows us to today as well. The truth is, is that Yidin, Jews, are masters of resilience. You know, it's an amazing thing. Many people misunderstand the nature of, of, of resilience. The Latin source of the word resilience, it means to leap back, to rehabilitate, or recovery in the, in the modern words. But often in life, when we're stuck after a trauma, a crisis, a chasashon, a tragedy, you can't just leap back to the where, 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 you were, where, where you were. You need to have a new place. Resilience, by the way, in, in, in modern-day Hebrew, is also not, a, it's not perfect. It's as chasen, to be impenetrable, inoculated. But also, to, also that doesn't really get it. Resilience always means that the, the mila of gavura of inner strength of resilience is about becoming, not overcoming. It's about becoming, it's about having gavura that if your world changes, if things change, that you go with the change and you're matzliach with that change. That you do not let the, it break you, that you build off it. I once saw a gavaldik by Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, uh, the past chief rabbi of England, who just nifted uh, recently, he said the Gavaldika Zog, the, the, the Medrash compares, uh, compares Noach to Avraham Avinu. And then at some level, Noach is spoken about a little bit, Klape compa- Avraham Avinu a little bit disparagingly. So he said, you see that the, the greatest difference between Noach and Avram is how they dealt with trauma, how they dealt with the tragedy. Then Noach who saw the world being destroyed when he comes off of the table. That, that, seeing that tragedy, having that difficulty, he lacked a certain level of resilience at his level, and he, and he, became, a, he became, he planted a vineyard and became shikar to, to some extent. Abur Avraham, who, who, who had done the Akedah, who had served Hashem, and then his, his, his Sarah Imenu, the person who had lived with for his whole life, Rabbeinu Yoyna says was his greatest test. She passes away. How does Avram Avinu do, uh, deal with it? That's a, the, 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 the smicha sakra is half of a fella. 
says, V'yavu Avram lispo v'lisarav v'lifkais, and Avram came to eulogize Sarah and to cry for her. But the next Pasek says, V'yakom Avram y'apnei meisoy, that Avram got up. He didn't sit there and he didn't cry, he, he rebuilt. And he went ahead in first part, Baras HaMach and then afterwards, of course, he will look to marry off Yitzchak. That a yid, that the mila of resilience is about becoming. It's not just. It's not just about going back. A mole, you can't go back. And so much of uh, of the gvura of Yitzchak was that, in, and he was able to persevere. Is because he realized if he was stumbled, then I have to keep building, keep dreaming about the future, keep going ahead and plowing ahead to be matzliach. You know, they're, 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 in our times, you know, with all of the concerns, certainly one of the Yisoyedists we have to have is the Gvura, this resilience, this inner strength, that no matter what comes, we're going to persist and we're going to persevere in our Avedis Hashem and in our children's Avedis Hashem. That our children should be Matzliach, to be Bnei and Benoist Torah, to Shtag in Torah and in Mitzvahs. And it could be there are there, there have been curveballs and there could be even more curveballs that, that come our way. But we need to have the Gevura Timatzlich. And one, there's an amazing, amazing, amazing Yisoyed from Parshish Mishpatim. I think it's important for all of us to, to, to know. It, 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 it talks about it by, by Matan Torah that the Pasuk says that Vayal So that Moshe and Aaron, Nadav and Aviu, the Shivim Zekinim, so they went up and they saw Hashem They saw this sapphire brick, which was like you know, which was Mashamayim b'toyer. Zakt Rashi explains Rashi k'maisa livnas asapir. It was he haisa lifnei b'shas hashi, but it was the same sapphire brick that was there during Mitzrayim that was b'zman hashibud. Liskort Sarosin show you saw that it was there uh, that it was there that the, the, the Hashem had a kavayoch, whatever this means, to remind them that the, the Jews were mishubadim b'mayisalavenim, they were enslaved with works of bricks. Now, when they saw this, it was keetzem hashemayim l'toyvar. It was uh, it was it was it was the pure like shemayim, and it was ur vechad v'lefanov. The Bzalman Sarotskim. And his Aznayim L'Torah says a Hathlikethset thing. He says, why did this vision appear now to Moshe, Anur, Nadav, Avidu, the Zekenim? Why did Mitzrayim, if it was always there, it was always there, why did it, 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 why was it, why did it, was it seem like this way now? So if Zalman Surotskin said, is to teach us that the same, it was the same bricks, that the, the same difficulty was the same Torah Shemaim, it was a, it was always it was always there. To which the great Rosh Hashiva of Chevron Yeshiva of Rami Huda Farvestein, Pastor Berach, twenty five years ago, he notes on this from Zayin Torah that the livnas hasapir, the livnas hasapir, it was it, the experiences go hand in hand. That this suffering it was actually the foundation of our growth. It, the reason it was Ketar Shemaim was because originally it had its suffering, and. Baruch Mordechai Ezrachi, who was a, a, a Talmud of the Pharisees, Rosh Shiva of Ateris today, Shavuot Shleima, he said, he quotes the altar of Mislabarka, that we need to teach unzer kinder, our children, that, to, that by looking at the Livnas Hasapir and the Etzim HaShemayim at the Torah, 
We need to know that they need to know that the challenges and that the struggles that they are having, that's going to be in their Mahatslaka. That if they persevere and they persist and they're resilient, even in these very, very challenging times, they will be matzliach. And you know, for all us parents, and I am I'm not only in the school, but I'm also a, a parent of many children. You know, sometimes you want everything to be smooth and straight. That's a desire of every healthy, normal parent. But we need to know, I once saw this actually, one of the most prominent uh, uh, psychologists, children's psychologist today, is a lady named Madeline Levine. She wrote a book called The Price of Privilege and Ready or Not. And in these books, she says the following thing. Most people imagine that when they want their children they want everything to be set out, that they should be pristine, and in the best in the best circumstances, or the havdo by them, they should go to the best universities. But she said, if when you study child psychology and success, only about 10% of that really works. 90% of successful people in this world, their life was not linear. It wasn't a straight line. It was ups and downs, and they had to be resilient and persistent and perseverance. And if we... If we take these days and we have gavura, we are resilience, and we have persistence like Yitzchak and Avon Levino that's in our spiritual DNA, we'll be gore matzliach, more matzliach at some level, more successful with ourselves, more successful with our children that had something even been totally smooth. I once saw a gavaldik ha-maisa that Rebbein Yaman Shachin, or my wife knew some of them, the Mishpacha from Flatbush, was a Holocaust survivor he was in seven concentration camps, and he was from a, a shtetl in, in Poland. And when he was taken from his shtetl in 1941, one of the things he did is he took his tefillin with him. And he went from concentration camp to camp, at all times hiding his tefillin. And when he came to one of the worst concentration camps, labor camps, Markstadt, he had his tefillin with him. And when he got there, he was asked by a Nazi, are you a carpenter? And he already knew that if he was asked that question, he said yes, even though he had done nothing of the sort. And he went into the barrack of carpenters and he hid his tefillin under the barrack. And over the time, he learned some of the tricks of being a carpenter. And every day he would take out his tefillin from under the barrack, under a plank of wood, and other people in the barrack would as well. One day, somebody forgot to put away those tefillin. And a Nazi Gestapo officer walked in and saw this religious item. These tefillin, he knew what they were, but he knew they were a religious item. And he said, whose are these? Whose are these? And no one could say anything. And finally, this Benjamin Shachner, who there was his, said, they belong to a child who was killed. And he said, well, if they belong to somebody, and you kept them, then they're yours. And he took this Binyamin Shachner outside and he started to beat him till he was bleeding profusely. So much so that this Binyamin Shachner for the rest of his life was hard of hearing because of the damage that was done to one of his ears. And he had to beg a capo, to beg a Nazi to stop this. And when the Nazi stopped beating him, he came into the barrack and he said, if these items are not burnt, when I come back in a short while, I will kill all of you. And this Binyamin Shachner, who was bleeding, who was damaged, went into the carpenter barrack and immediately took two things of wood and started to make what looked like tefillin boxes. Batim. 
and he took these wooden batim and put it into the fire. And two people took off belts, leather belts, and put it into the fire. And so when the Nazi came back a short while later, he looked at the fire and had a devilish smile, imagining that these tefillin were burnt. And for the rest of the war, Binyamin Shachim would wear those tefillin as would others. Those tefillin ha'ad hayom are in the Shachner family. And each boy by their bar mitzvah wears those tefillin of Mesiris Nefesh, of Gvura, of resilience, of never giving up. And to remind themselves that that is their legacy. That is all our legacy. We all from Avram and Yitzhak have this middah of Gvura, of resilience which could allow us to persevere and persist in our, in our Vedas Hashem at all times and all places. And there's an amazing Divri Achaim, Misans. The Divri Achaim says, Do you know why the Beis Hamikdash was, was built on Har HaMaria and not Har Sinai? It was built on Har Maria and not Har Sinai, the, the, the Divri Achaim, because Har Maria represents Gevura, it resilience, it represents mysterious nefesh. And if you want shechina, ultimately permanent shechina, it comes with this mysterious nefesh, with this kavura, with this resilience. We all need chizik today. We're living in such uncertain times, such challenging times for ourselves and for our children. We should strengthen ourselves with kavura, with resilience, with persistence. And in that merit, we will see even greater bracha from ourselves and our children that we could ever imagine. We should all be zoicha to have nachas, Yiddish nachas from our children. We should all be zoicha to grow in our Torah and mitzvahs. Thank you very much.